Last Monday morning, having arrived at the office, but clearly not yet awake enough, I accidentally deleted all of Good Shepherd's computer files. How was your week? (laughs) Now it's okay, we keep our files in the cloud for a reason. I had everything restored less than 24 hours later. But it wasn't lost on me that we are beginning a new Christian year and that deleting everything could be one way to start anew. This approach would be a little too radical for me, but then I know that God has a sense of humor. Today is the first Sunday of Advent, the beginning of the church year, the time when once again the church begins to tell the whole story of Jesus. It's a big story. If it were up to you to tell it, where would you begin? In Bethlehem, right? Not so fast. If we began with Christmas, we might be able to believe it's just a nice story about a baby being born in unusual circumstances, like it's something that happened once upon a time, and that the story need not affect our lives in any significant way. That's why we don't start with Christmas. We start with the reason we need Christmas in the first place. In the church, we begin our story every year by saying, there's a situation here that needs to be reconciled. We drop into the middle of the story of Jesus and hear him call to us, wake up. Now, I don't mind waking up if it's a Saturday and I don't have any big commitments. And I don't mind waking up super early as long as I'm on my way to the airport for an exciting getaway. But Jesus is specifically urging us not to sleep in and not to try to escape. There's something we need to face and we can't do it without dragging ourselves out of bed. Jesus is our alarm clock. Wake up. Look at the world around you and don't look away just because it's unsettling or even horrible. You need to engage with the world as it is. It may look hopeless. It may look beyond repair. That will make you want to run away or crawl back under the covers, but you must not do that. You are a part of the world. Be in the world today. Be ready. Ready? Ready for what? We need to wake so we can be ready to engage the world honestly and bravely. Now, if that were the only reason to wake, we might as well groan and roll over again in anticipation of our total failure to change things. The bigger reason to wake is that God knows perfectly well what we're facing and will never abandon us. Better yet, God is on the way, and God is here, and God has already come. When you show up to church, you have to be ready for mysteries like that. Because this is a place where we acknowledge that we are swimming in mystery each and every day simply by being alive. We're not just fooling ourselves with nice stories. We come here because we have a burning hunch that these stories will guide us into far more meaningful life 
We get to decide whether to embrace and proclaim these mysteries with our eyes wide open. And we believe that if we do, the rewards will be great. We may also find a bite taken out of our feelings of security and contentment. This is because we have chosen not to hide ourselves away anymore. Fear not. We are not alone. We are never alone. Because first of all, we have each other. Like the ancient tribes of Israel traveling uphill to worship in Jerusalem, we can rise at daybreak and meet each other on the street and form a procession. We can watch the sunrise and walk in the light as we go out eagerly to serve a suffering world and tend the garden of peace. It will be hard work, but we will do it together. And all the world will benefit from our efforts. We are never alone. Because all of us together in procession are moving inexorably toward the coming day of the Lord. This too is a mystery. Even Jesus claims not to know the timeline of it. And I certainly don't know what all it means. I only know that it is justice and mercy and fear, yes, but even getting out of bed can be fearful. This fear will give way to joy. The theologian Karl Barth once said that we live between the times, between the beginning of all things and the end of all things. To hear him talk, it sounds as if the universe is happening in one straight line. But then we come around to the beginning of another year, and observe that it's not just a line. The church has put the two ends together and found that it creates a circle. Yet every time we walk this circle and find ourselves in the same place, it's not quite the same place. We're different this time. We're older, more experienced, with new skills gained in our apprenticeship to Jesus. Our procession is not just from point A to point B. We are all moving in a spiral, ever inward, ever upward. We come around a corner of the labyrinth and see someone we haven't seen in a while. We smile, we hug, we continue on. Even so, the spiral isn't limitless. Things do begin and end. Life is a series of closing doors. And for all of us, there comes a time when it is too late. Did you finish your paper before the due date? Did you climb Mount Rainier before your body would no longer allow it? Did you say the difficult but heartfelt thing you needed to tell someone? Did you inspire wisdom and joy in those around you? None of us knows the day we will die. We only know that with every passing day, death draws one day closer. And every day we hear the alarm clock, sleepers, wake. A voice astounds us with its authority, its urgency, and its gentleness. Jesus is rousing us to action. Prophecy is not fulfilled all at once but in ascending stages, ever-deepening, ever-promising. So wake up and shower 
in the remembrance of your baptism. Get dressed in your Jesus outfit and eat and drink Jesus' breakfast of bread and fish. Salvation is nearer now than it was before. Not only because we all have one less day remaining, but also because God keeps setting us up with new opportunities to love. We can put aside the urge merely to satisfy what our bodies demand of us and get out there and share. We can make intentional connections with people we love, people we fear, people we don't yet know or understand. We can call to Jesus, I'm awake, I'm ready. Don't leave me in the field. Take me for this task. It's time to orient ourselves toward the rising sun as it cycles across the sky once again. We are to rise from our past regrets and know that on the other side of regrets lies redemption. For every day is a day of judgment. How will you spend this precious day, this unique day that will not cycle around again? You don't have to choose between apathy and anxiety. Wake up and don't hit the snooze button. Stay awake, not to prevent something bad from happening to you, but so you can participate fully in something good that is happening to everyone. What if we woke, all of us, together? What might the world come to look like? Could this be God's ultimate hope? That every one of us will stream in procession into a mysterious new Jerusalem and learn to walk the way of love.